Welcome back to another edition of an NBA show with no name. I'm your host, Aiden LaCorey, joined alongside David Cook and Rafi Safdie. Um, me and David, done with finals week. That's kind of been our extended absence. Rafi is not. Rafi was complaining about um, the state of his. Complaining? we got four more. <laughs> four more. We'll all be over soon, boys. How's not it going? Good. Not good. Well, I haven't even started studying, really. You just said you had a productive hour. Yeah, yeah, I did. I had a productive hour, but before today, I was just doing projects and work, not studying. You know what I mean? The work grind and the study grind are two different things. But we'll, we'll, you know, six more days. David, would you like to share your philosophy on uh, exams? Yes. Uh, Exams are pointless. And I think if you took them, it wouldn't matter if you took them or not. I totally agree. But in our system, it does matter. Yeah. And that's the thing. You know how I feel about the system. Yeah, fuck the, David is the system. Yeah, I am the system. <laughs> I invented the system. He's like you're like James Harden, you are the system. I'm like uh Portnoy. He's like, You're in the you're in the industry. I am the industry. <laughs> I'm more like I'm more like uh hmm. I'm a system player. I think you are too, Ian. I'm I'm definitely I, I'm a product of the system. Uh, I'm like Kawhi Leonard. I'm not mm, no. I'm like uh I'm not I saying he's like, a year. He's not a player. I, am I trying great to compare player. myself to an NBA player relative to my role in the educational system or, or like a basketball Yeah, this is the educational I mean, system. Your philosophy role. I mean, I'm, I'm a Duncan Robinson. I, I'm a product of my system. <laughs> I, like it. I like it. It's a good one. <laughs> very good at what he does. You're just going to do your job, Ian. Yeah. yeah. David's like a JR. I, I, he, he does I was thinking I'm more like Kyrie. Yeah. Oh, like, dude, my, I literally was just re- – debating people about Kyrie for like an hour and a half instead of studying. Oh, so, do, you sh- do you share what your debate was about? Did you not see my debate? No, that's why I'm overstated. Saying. Well, this is a, a serious take, unlike our normal discussions, but I think that Kyrie's like widely misunderstood and overly hated by the public. He pisses me off so much. His Instagram uh, caption? Yeah, that that's what sparked yeah. the original conversation. So you guys just are over judgmental towards him. Yeah, so I, I think saw, he's just I think he's retaliating, not being narcissistical and like uh, I was watching the jump yeah. earlier. Uh they had Paul Pierce and Brian Windhorst on. And Brian Windhorst was talking about like in twenty seventeen he went to North Dakota to go see Kyrie uh meet up with the the, the Sioux tribe and they took the him Sioux in. Tribe? Yeah like the it's Sioux like, Americans. Native Americans, yeah. Oh yeah. Well, they, like, I they, was just, it's a specific tribe right? he, like, spent a, he spent a lot of time with them and they took him in like adopt he's a member of the sioux tribe i think is that the story you were telling us about yeah uh-huh oh, like, so see, that I, makes a lot of sense apparently his mom used to be in the sioux tribe and like left or something or like her family took her out and then so he's technically part sioux maybe i this is all rachel nichols so you can blame <laughs> her former churchill high school alum rachel nichols Kyrie's just he's like the nba's resident like hipster like, he's so hipster, and I don't know. It just kind of grinds my gears because some of the shit he says is way too philosophical for my liking. Dude, I just think he's a very out-there person. I think people should just accept him more, uh-huh. let Kyrie be Kyrie, you know? Oh, I guess that's fine. I just, like, like, some of the shit he says, like, he posted today on his Instagram story. He's not speaking to the media, and the NBA fined him. And he was like, this fine money better be going to like people yeah. in like whatever distress or people who have been like um, 
like subjugation. I don't know what it was. And I don't know. I just kind of feel like then how, like my point is, and you can tell me if I'm being like too like harsh on it is like, okay, how about you talk to the media and then you can give that money. You know what I mean? Instead of getting all mad that you're undergoing an act and then you're expecting yeah. money. It's to kind of what Paul Pierce was saying on the jump. He was like, you, like you signed up for this when you joined the league. Like you knew what the, the expectations were of being a of being a star. Like you talked to the media. Right? Yeah, yeah. I, I think that Kyrie just understands that they painted him as a certain like they painted him as a, a caricature of who he is, and he realizes that. And I think he's very annoyed, and this is his way of retaliating against that, even though but it's I probably counterintuitive. What is it? He said, "I don't speak to pawns." Yeah. What do you mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> the media pawns. Like, what is the media ever with Kyrie? Like, my, here's my thing with Kyrie, though, too. Is Kyrie well, comes... yeah, when I say the media, I don't mean, like, people who are asking him questions. I really just mean, like, soci- I guess society yeah, at large, like, the well, way they judge him. the pawns as the media, unless I miss it. I think the media are I, – I think the media is toxic in the NBA. Yeah, definitely. Hot takes, but – Do you think the media is toxic? Like what? What? Yeah. Because yeah. I think there's some sources. That See, that's like, a weird way to say the like. I I don't know what I mean by the media. My point is that like. Like shams. Like you can give, no, no, not shams. See, that's what I mean. I just mean like. David thinks shams. Like as a whole, shams is the what goat. Is but like, well, David doesn't like shams for no reason. But but I'm just saying, pe- there's a bunch of narratives that are said about people, and then people like just regurgitate them. Like, oh yeah. So it's annoying, and I think Kyrie was a victim of that because they want to pick on him because he lets them pick on him because he's very, hipster. you know, uh, hipster. Yeah. No, it's. I mean, it's a product of our country where we're at right now. And David said jokingly, or Tommy did. It's not true, and they deleted it, I believe. But it's true. Is in both sides and every debate or issue, the media people don't formulate their own opinions anymore. They simply regurgitate what they hear, what they read. Yeah. And I think, but that's a lot of athletes. It's not just Kyrie, but. Kyrie yeah, yeah, for sure. And it really <laughs> probably started with Mike ever gotten. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is such a serious conversation. I mean, it's aware. It, we were supposed to open <laughs> all Westbrook. And some of our now, under- this debate, like, I do have, like, strong opinions about this debate. No, but this, like, my point uh, was thing Kyrie, and it really started with him being pot- people saying he's a bad teammate, and then the flat earth thing, and then that's kind of been the narrative of him ever since. It's never, like, changed away from that. Even but I don't think he really changed that much, to be honest. Like, he probably was the same sort of guy his yeah, entire career. And now people just want to crucify him. I'm not a it. big Kyrie fan, just in general. Some of it, he's a little just too out there sometimes for me and a little much. And on the court, I've always been a little more negative. But I do agree with the fact that the media has changed the narrative of Kyrie and people don't really formulate their own opinions of him. I feel bad for him, to be yeah. honest. I'm rooting for him. I, I, I like Kyrie. He's a good guy. You are Kyrie. Mm, System-wise. Yeah. Um, so, Wall Westbrook, how do you feel, Aiden? <laughs> dude, I can't focus right now because my, my <laughs> one little sister is practicing her clarinet. And my mom makes her go in the garage because it sounds so bad. Like, she's like, go practice in the garage. And I'm my room's right above the garage, so I don't really anticipate her clarinet flooding my room with her shit. Let's order. go, like, Squidward to 10. Where would she be in Squidward. terms of how? Yeah, like, four. Yeah, like, oh, so she's not that bad. Squidward um, Squidward spits some heat. I don't know. <laughs> That's pretty hipster of you to say. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going against the system. 
before we go on to Wall Westbrook, the over-under was set at, like, March 21st for when Kyrie first speaks to, like, the media or has, like, a sit-down interview. Over-under. You said, you said March? March 21st. Oh, I'm going under. Under, yeah. I think he does it, like, next week. <laughs> the under is minus 900, Aiden. Yeah. <laughs> no, like, that's, like, the legit date. Like, what if he just never speaks with them again? Could you imagine? I don't think he's millions of dollars. Paid twenty five thousand dollars once a week. I think the Nets will make him because it costs them money too. Dude, but like, does dude think the Nets really care? Joe Size a billionaire. I'd <laughs> rather keep Kyrie happy. I really want James Harden to go to Brooklyn. By the way, we'll so go, badly. We'll get into James Harden. Oh my god, I want that to happen. Imagine the chaos with That'd Durant, so, I would love it. Kyrie. That, that team would. Rocket to number one on my league pass standings. Like the league pass, like what teams you? Oh like. yeah, I would want to watch that team every night. Um, before we get into Harden, though, real quick. So due to finals, due to like all the projects right before finals week, we haven't been able to discuss the really the first big news since free agency, which was, um, I believe, roughly like a week and a half ago, John Wall um, and a first round pick, uh, heavily protected, went to Houston in exchange for Russell Westbrook. Once, as a Wizards fan, once my overall sadness at seeing John Wall go, very happy with the deal itself. I think the Wizards get better. They, it was really Westbrook for Wall straight up, and I think Westbrook presents some more maybe possible trade options down the line for us. I, I like the culture that he's going to bring. I'm interested to see how he meshes, meshes with a – Brad Beal, but I, I'm overall excited. It's a different kind of excited because going in, it's like finally Wall's back. But now it's like a, for the first time in a while, like the Wizards are like they're a new team for the first time in seemingly half a decade. So I, I wanted to hear your guys' thoughts. I haven't heard your guys' thoughts on the deal. It's a very – people on the Ringer, on the, uh, the Ringer's NBA podcast I was listening to, it said perfectly like, yo, if that shit happened in 2014, this shit would have been so hype. But – Dude, I think to be honest, just based off your tone, Aiden, I think you're lying about being excited. No, I, I'm generally I'm very upset about. <laughs> I just think you're just going to purgatory now. I, like, but were we? Here's the deal, Rafi. We get a bad contract, but we get rid of maybe the worst contract. Yeah, you get rid of the worst contract. In the so, game. like, and we were going to be in purgatory no matter what. I still think we need to be rebuilt. Here's a tweet that I saw so true. This Wizards team is on just the straight path to the seventh seventh seed and a first-round exit, but it's going to be like a hell of a ride to get there. So I'm all aboard. I'm all Like, the it. Wizards might have gotten – like, they probably did get a little bit better, but it's, you're not a final – like, you're not a contender at all. Like, I don't see the point for the Wizards to make that trade. That's my point, too. I think the only – you either blow it up or you go for a title. That's Almost. how I would – Well, no, no, here's, here's my point. Unless make. John Wall really John- John didn't want to stay. Yeah. Russ wanted out of Houston. It's really the did only. Did Russ want out of Houston or did like. Russ wanted out of Houston. Yeah. Russ and Scotty Brooks, I like that combo. I like spicing things up because think about it. Beal and Wall, that narrative was way overrated that they don't like each other. But does keeping John Wall really show Brad Beal like, oh, we're going to try and make the effort? At least I feel like with Westbrook. T- Look, Westbrook had a shitty bubble because he was hurt and the COVID, but the dude was third-team All-NBA and had an absurd stretch. I think it shows Beal. Because really, if you're at the Wizards and you are trying to contend, your whole point right now is how can we convince Brad Beal to stay? 
And I think this was the best option. And I thought it was a fair trade. And people thought CP's contract was going to be untradeable. And look how that kind of turned out. Like, and my point is, I think, do I think we trade Russ down the line? Like, he's going to have fetch a lot of value? No, probably not. But I was saying the same thing when CP got moved to the Thunder, right? So I'm just saying I think Russ presents a little more future options in the case that we do need to rebuild than John Wall does. I mean, I don't even think keeping Brad Beal is the best. Like, I feel like you should just ship him off too and get more, like – No, I I still agree. This this is a league, like, where – it's not like the NFL where you can just be almost a contender almost, like, every year with a semi-decent team. But, like, the NFL, there's not, like – you're not going to say, like – it's, like, obviously the Chiefs. But then other than that, and since, like, the Patriots blew up, there's not one other team that's, like, guaranteed a Super Bowl. Like, in the NBA – it's a winner go like you win, you're a contender, or you should tank. No, agreed. I agree with that. Too. I don't. I don't. I'm not changing my belief that we should blow it up. That's still in case. So I mean, you're just saying you still want to blow it up? Oh, ab- absolutely. You think Westbrook gives you a better chance to blow it up? For Westbrook. What? Well, he could help you blow it up more. <laughs> like you yeah. can get more value yeah. from Westbrook. Like if you were if you were the Thunder, right? I'm trying to think what was that deal. Like, I don't know what my point I'm trying to make. I'm just trying to say is, let's say you're trying to blow it up. Westbrook is a slightly better trade asset and could play himself into being a legitimate trade asset where I don't know if John Wall could have. That's fair. I think you moved sideways more than you moved forward. No, I don't think anyone's saying we yeah. moved up. If anything, I think it gives us a better shot at the playoffs for sure. Moving forward should be as being as bad as you can be. I think or, actually – if Westbrook and Beal somehow work out and it's impressive, then you may be trying to go win on something more. Who knows? I don't think there's a universe. I don't think so either. I just think it's a fine trade. I don't think anyone's thinking it elevates us into the, the next stratosphere of teams. But I think it was a smart move. And I, I think also there's something to be said. It does give a little jolt of excitement to a fan base that's kind of been needing it. And it shows Brad Beal that we're willing to make moves to try and further the team. I think, yeah, I hope you get rid of Brad Beal, though. If you're talking like, and ticket ticket wise, it makes a lot of sense. Like you're probably going to send more tickets with two healthy players if they both remain healthy. Obviously, we're added two probably in my my opinion, two top twenty guys. Like I, mean, I think that does mean something. I it just does. like it, it's definitely a money move for the team, but long term, like it doesn't help long term at all. Like you're out of the Cade Cunningham sweepstakes now. Oh no, the the key. But that was another thing, though, too, is Wall – I mean, who knows what – I I'm, I'm really am interested to see what Wall does. But if we keep Wall and he isn't great, all of a sudden, if you're trying to rebuild, you're going to have to ship off picks with his contract. But the way we got it is we're really not giving up a lottery pick if we are, in fact, in the lottery. It's If, if we're solid, it's going to end up being – just like a, a mid-teens, early 20s pick, or down the line it could end up being just two seconds. Like we're not – we didn't – it was really essentially John Wall for Russell Westbrook. Yeah. And even if it's moving sideways, I think I'd just take that for the short term and then just see where it goes. Yeah, but the window might be closing to blow it up. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know how much longer Westbrook has any trade value. In fact, I would say he doesn't have much trade value already. No, 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 no. I don't he think was he was a lot, but he's only getting older, too. Yeah, I don't Yeah, he's like 31. This is, I think, the last season. You maybe have, like, you have a year and a half left. I think 
I don't think Westbrook has that much trade value, if any, as you said, but neither did CP3 entering his year with the Thunder. I'm just saying things change quickly on a dime, and I'd rather bet on Russell Westbrook improving his trade um, like value. status and his, like his role as a trade ship than John Wall coming off multiple surgeries, including an Achilles. Yeah, that's fair. My problem is like you're only extending the purgatory. You're not – like I think yeah. you just be – looking to get out of it as soon as possible. I think I, I think Beal, though, is a legitimate piece to build around, and we don't know what yeah, that yeah. But I don't know, though, because you're not really a free agent destination, so yeah. but, but, you but, need to draft a guy. I'm just saying, I think for – I don't mind for – I think in the end we're going to end up blowing up, but for in a year and a half, I'm content pushing it off. Just, so you're content with being a seventh first-round exit? What? You're content with being a seven seed first round exit? If after next offseason nothing changes and then we're content to blow it up, then yeah, I'm fine with that. Well, what do you think would change, though? I don't know what could happen. I would love to see how Russ plays. I'd like to see how Russ and Bill work together. I'd like to see how Denny evolves. There's a lot of there's a lot of move kind of question marks with the Wizards. Yeah, I agree with David though. Like, you should blow it up. The longer you wait to blow it up, the longer it's going to take for you to be relevant again. I think you'd agree with that. Probably. I know, but I think there is a small pathway to success with the team we have now, and I'd like to see if it can work out. I admire your optimism, Aiden. <laughs> yeah, this team's not winning anything. <laughs> I don't think we're winning anything. I just – it was a sideways move, but I, I, I'm content to push off a blowout for another year. But why? <laughs> That's yeah. why. I, I mean, I, I understand the point of getting Westbrook in order to flip him for more than flip Wall for, but I'd still want to get rid of Westbrook as soon as possible. Like, can you flip Westbrook, Westbrook for more than you flip Wall? Because it was, well, uh, it, was I mean, up, it was a straight up trade. <laughs> like, well, my, no, friend said, my friend said uh, it was trading quarters for a dollar, and I was like, "That's four quarters for a dollar." Yeah, that exactly. was a great way of explaining it. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm content taking the Thunder path. Give me a year of excitement and energy. Well, not the Thunder. Like, the Thunder were a good – like, they were a decent team. Like, this isn't a Why can't team. we be a decent team, Dave? Aiden, I There's think the Thunder were classier than you guys were I mean, the Thunder, on the roster. I'm, t- I'm not talking about the Thunder. I'm just saying, yeah. like, make the playoffs later, first round exit, then assess. <laughs> yeah, we'll take the first round exit. <laughs> I just want to make the playoffs. I mean, I I mean it'll be fun for you to watch. In the playoffs, like, yeah, and I think yeah. the Wizards are going to be a fun team to watch. Yeah, but you'll just lose. No defense, get swept by Milwaukee or something. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah, but so this whole end goes like, oh, I can't wait to watch us losing four to Milwaukee. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, and then blow it up. Yeah, with the Eagles this season, like I want the Eagles to. I want the Eagles to lose. I don't want to be contending. Bro, have I not been saying that about the Wizards since I've known you freshman year? But you you just made a horizontal move and you're supporting it. I for this one year. Build up his trade value. Let Russ build up his trade value. He's gonna be like 32. Dude, look at some of the GMs in this league. Aiden, I think you're so funny because I think you're just deprived of any excitement as no, an NBA fan. As a, a NBA. Last season, would you have anticipated CP3 being traded for what he was traded for? No, he definitely had like Exactly. A Weirder things have yeah. happened. I'm not wrong in that. It's a pipe dream, maybe. But CP3 is a player where he doesn't need to be. He's, not, he's already not super athletic. So, and his skills are just based on his insane passing ability. 
Russell Westbrook, he's a good passer. But I'm t- like, if I need to build something, like build a young team around a veteran point guard, I'm taking CP3. I see what also, I would really, I would really doubt Aiden that you can get the same value that Presti got from um, Paul as your corrupt, horrible front office could get for Westbrook. Okay, front office has changed. Ernie Grunfeld. Oh, I know it's changed. I'm just saying historically, you are. Although Tommy Shepard, I don't know. Lied to the media, signed Robin Lopez for a million dollars. I, I don't know. I don't know. It's just like it's acting like the, it's like projecting the Timberwolves to make good moves with what they have. I actually like the Timberwolves. For you're debating. You're going against history. You like the the T Wolves. At least like they're young. Gershon. Really, at least they're young. <laughs> dude, I have a lot of bets against the Timberwolves this year, and I'm kind of scared to be honest. To be fair, I don't think the Timberwolves <laughs> have any shot at making the playoffs yet. Rafi somehow is three hundred dollars at even money for them not to make the playoffs, which is. Bomb. I just I'm a gambling man. I have to take even money on that, but. Yeah. But the, why, are the so way that, people, why are so many people so confident in the See, that's world? what I'm worried about. I'm like, these people must be seeing something I'm not seeing. Like, they must be having some sort of confidence that I can't understand. But we'll see. I might go broke. What were your guys' thoughts on the Rockets' point of view? We talked about the Wizards the whole time. What, I mean, if, if yeah, Harden doesn't like his strip club partner and he needs a new one, you just got to get him a new one, I guess. I, if I'm the Rockets, to be honest, I might consider blowing it up, too, if Harden's unhappy. I mean, they kind of – they already have, I think. I no, think, they, I mean, if you have Harden, you're not blown up. Well, I, I don't think – let's go into Harden, then. So, the other – the big news from this week cool. is Harden, like, didn't go to Houston. He was spotted with Little cool. Baby. He was spotted at clubs. Um and he comes, he's waiting to get tested. He wants to be traded. He's expanded his list to Philly, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, and Miami. Um, he's back at Houston. He's expected to play. John Wall's excited to play with him. But, I mean, I mean shit show of a situation. If I'm the Rockets, like, I don't want – like, I know they, they've said they don't want to trade him. And I, I agree with that. I kind of see how this team works. Like, I love the wall and uh, the wall fit there a lot more than Westbrook. Uh, and oh, yeah, Bogey, for sure. If Bogey can get back to 70%, 60% of what he was, I love that little, like, one, two. So, like, I like this. And Christian Wood, too. Yeah, and Christian Wood. Like, yep. I, was thinking, like I was talking to CJ earlier about this at uh, the Rockets team. Like, I don't think they have a set starting five yet. Like, a starting five of a. John Wall, uh, Harden, Eric Gordon, Christian Wood, and Boogie. That could be like a good team. I think they could definitely win fifty games if they. Or, yeah. Sorry, not uh-huh. fifty. However many games it would be this year. The only problem. The only problem is we don't know what we're getting with Wall and Boogie. And even if you oh, get nothing think. from either of them, I think Harden's a floor of like fifty wins. Yeah, Harden will get you fifty wins. Yeah. alone. I mean not fifty this year because it's a seventy-two game. Yeah, whatever right. it would be. Dude, uh, the Christian Wood signing for all the Rockets dysfunction, brilliant signing. Yeah, he's I'm all I mean, aboard that the bandwagon. Could, it's very possible. Like I like Christian Wood a lot, former Sixer. Uh he had a great like uh post All Star break. But like and I want I think he's gonna be really good. But there's a slight possibility that he just stinks. Yeah, but they like, didn't sign him to like a monster. Like uh, it wasn't a monster. It was still a three for forty. Like it wasn't as a, like uh, we're gonna give this guy ninety mil because like we think he's gonna be good. No, like it was a, uh, a yeah, a solid offer. 
over 10 mil a year. Like, yeah, but that's just tough. He has the legit skill set, and he, he doesn't have the, his stats won't be as good as in Detroit because he just doesn't have the expanded yeah. role. Rockets are a league pass team for sure, just to see the drama. Uh-huh. I'm actually curious to see, like, what type of offense they're going to run this year. Like, if they're actually going to play an actual offense. Yeah, it can't be the same as last year because they have an actual center now. Yeah. And they, they would play got rid of more in D'Antoni. Centers, depending on how Boogie turns out. I mean, Christian Wood could play the five, too. That's what I'm saying. I, I project Wood as a starting five. And then Tucker at the four, Gordon yeah. at three. Unfortunately, I expect nothing from um, Boogie. Yeah, I mean, I, you can't, yeah. like, I mean, he's on the smallest contract he can get. Boogie's one of the most disappointing, like, what ifs of the. It was sad to watch him in Golden State. Like, he couldn't move anymore. Yeah. He just couldn't. Because, like, he could still score, but he couldn't. Like, maybe maybe yeah. John Wall revitalizes him. I think KD. From leadership? Like, mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> I was like, what? Friends. Oh, you're right. I have complete. Yeah. yeah, yeah. They love each other. Like, KD's going to be fine because he's like a finesse player. That's like a, a simple way of describing KD's game. Like, I don't think they could as well affect it, but like, Boogie well, when you say fine, I mean, his, his agility is a huge part of what makes him so dominant. Yeah. So he might not be as dominant he's, as before. He can go through the lineup, though. I, no, yeah. I think, I think KD will be like KD. He'd be like, he'd be, if he can't move, he'd just be like Dirk. I don't think he'll be like KD, but I think he'll be maybe 90%, 85% of what he was. Boogie's Boogie was like 60% of what Boogie was. He just looked like a, like a – he just had no movement anymore. If we can get 60% of Boogie, that's better than he was in Golden State. Yeah, he was sad in Golden Boogie, State. Boogie offensively wasn't like – it was just like he, – Boogie always kind of lumbered, but like the Achilles just sapped and he struck. You know how dirty yeah. that would have been if he was like fully healthy. Like not fully healthy, Bro, but like – Don't run that. But serious question. Boogie stays healthy, signs the Mac to save with New Orleans. Does AD leave? You said what, Ian? If Boogie stayed healthy, re-signed with New Orleans, does AD leave? Probably not. I don't know. It's not like they looked like they were contenders. Yeah, it's not like they were, like, making any moves to, like... No, but they... Boogie, that Boogie... Do you guys not remember the Boogie and AD combo, the numbers they were putting up? It was... Yeah, but they weren't winning. What else? You had each one more as your starting three. Okay, but they were going to work on that. No, but they won the playoffs that year. They they swept the... Yeah, they won 48 games and they swept Portland. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think AD just wanted to win a ring. I think AD was. So I don't. I think he would have left probably. Yeah. I don't think you're gonna get anywhere. Solomon Hill and Etwan Moore as your two of your key players. They had a horrible roster. Yeah, that was that was a fun 2K team though. For real. Let's get those. Like, and they had bad contracts at the time. It was Ronda. That was Ronda was on the team though too. Rondo was on that team. Rondo, Rondo and AD in that Blazer series were disgusting. Rondo yeah. had like 20 assists one game, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, I think he did. Yeah, like, and he had like four uh-huh. points. That's, I mean, that's Rondo for you. Yeah, that's kind of fun. Um, uh, so, Aiden, uh, wait, Aiden, how, how do you feel about the Jack Harlow's album? Oh, I, was I know you probably I was going to bring up all the music last night. What, what albums, yeah. you guys? We had a lot. Of, did you listen to Kid Cudi first, Rafi? I'm assuming. I got drunk, and I listened to Kid Cudi, and then I passed out. So that's all I listened to. Oh, I, listened I was to really sleep deprived. Maybe you listened to both. Yeah, I was, I've listened to both. Uh, I mean, they're not like obviously not the same like oh, rappers, yeah. so you can't really compare them or like. I don't want a comparison. I want your review of both. Um, let's see. Good Dave's one out of ten rating. What should I go? Should I do one out of ten or should I give like a review? 
No, one out of ten Daves and then a, a short review. Okay. Um, which one should I do first? You pick which one I do first. Uh, Jack Harlow. All right, Jack Harlow. Uh, his album was good. Give it a, a 7.3. Eh, that's a little high. 7.2. Yeah, seven point two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was like, I don't think there was a song like, I mean, obviously is Tyler Hero and what's popping on it, but other than that, there wasn't a song. It's like, yeah, I can like imagine a bunch of people like listening to this song. Like all the reasons. bops. My thing with Jack Harlow, all the bops we already knew about. Like he had right. already released the bops. The when, there was so good songs, but not like bops. They were just when like I asked, when I was talking to you, Aiden, earlier about it. I was in the shower listening to it, like going through it, through it my first time, thinking about you in the shower. Okay. Um, <laughs> so casually said. Yeah, I didn't know that. That's, <laughs> yeah. You go on your phone in the shower? Yeah. Your phone waterproof? I mean, it's an iPhone. I don't know what that Wait, means. You're not actually holding the phone in the shower. No, like I'm holding yeah, the phone yeah. in the shower. No, yeah. What? No, no, it's not like in the water. Well, how do you hold it and... Take a shower at the same time. My, I'm not like washing the whole time in the shower. Like you turn the water. Yeah, but no, yeah, no, 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 no. It's, it's not turning on and off. That would be too. The, the water's hit like the back of my neck. Oh, like your broad shoulders are blocking the water stream. Yeah, exactly. Okay. <laughs> um, Interesting. So, all right. So, a quick little review about the album. Uh, I listened to Route 66. That was probably my favorite one. Other than that, and uh, Krim. But I loved all the NBA references in Route 66. Route 66 was my favorite. Well, uh, there was one, the f- fire reference. Hold on. Was there a little, oh, here it is. Okay. From Barlow, Route 66, and. He said, uh, no, my, no, my name, ring a bell like Raja. Little Raja Bell reference. Oh, Raja. Yeah. And he said, from the city like Rondo, Rajan. All right. We got a little rhyme going. Rajan, Rajan. But I'm from the white side. Like Hassan. <laughs> Rafi, as I, I texted David, as our good friend Raf would say, that's some great lyrical dexterity right there. <laughs> that one was so funny. I was like, damn, like, I can't believe you just spit that. So what was your uh, review of Cuddy? Uh, Cuddy, I mean, it's Cuddy. Like, I got to give it like an 8.87, 8.7 maybe. Rafi, a- do, you, do, you, do you agree? Well, I think I have a lower rating scale for, for music. Um, but I would rate Cuddy like a seven. But I, I rate seven as like a really good album. Yeah. Like it's kind of like our movie ratings. You know what I mean? It, mm-hmm. I'm harsher on music though. But yeah, Man I'm on like, the Moon one is one of my favorite albums ever. So I'm not super into music like that, but I like like I like Cuddy's album. It's a good like just chill like kind of thing. Like I'm yeah. not gonna turn it on if I'm getting like hype or anything, but like Definitely not. Hopping in the shower, put some cutty on, like No, you put cutty on when you're in sad boy hours. You're like, yeah, sad boy hours is good for cutty. I, I don't know. I don't think this is a big sad boy hour. Like No, uh, this one was wasn't too sad. But like Man yeah. on the Moon was yeah, the first really, Man on the Moon. Imagine like going to a party and someone just bumping Man on the Moon one. Like that's <laughs> Damn. You're like, what well, you can actually bump Man on the Moon one. Was Pursuit? I'm not a big music guy. Is Pursuit of yeah, Happiness. Pursuit of Happiness is on that song yeah, is and a- Day and Night's on it. So you could you could bump Pursuit of Happiness and Day and Night. And yeah, that's about it though. Yeah, and Make or Say. Make that's or Say. That's kind of like up. obviously not comparing, but that is Harlow's album. Harlow, I think, has like three or four out of the fifteen are like bumpable songs, and everything else is like on your own, just like vibe. Yeah, 
Yeah, I liked his song with the baby. Forget the name, but uh, I mean the baby just—he literally just carries any song he's on. Oh, you're a big the baby guy. The better, the baby or little baby? Oh, ooh, question. Wait, no, little baby. I no, no, I meant little baby. Yeah, oh, you said little baby. No, yeah, the baby's not on. I meant little baby. Uh, the baby's trash. Whoa. <laughs> I just yeah. went, that went in so many different the directions. Baby, I thought you said he was baby, great. Listen to this, he was all hype, only to have that hype. No, up. yeah. The baby is he is garbage. He has the same flow every song. Yeah, dude, baby. I'm not a huge the baby fan either. I, I also think Lil Baby's overrated. No, I think Lil, I, I Lil, fuck with Lil Baby, but yeah. he's a little overrated. The baby was the worst part of the What's Poppin' remix. Who was on the What's Poppin' remix? It was he like Lanes, Tory Lanes, yeah. Tory Lanes, I, I can't fuck with Tory. No, Lanes. I love I love Tory Lanes. He's I saw two, him. Have you? He's five two. Yeah, he's so. I saw him. I in can't. Person. I can't deal with. You saw him in person. His real name is what? Daystar. I went down. <laughs> Daystar. Freshman year, my ex girlfriend she went to Loyola, and Daystar. they. What? His real name is Daystar. <laughs> they had, they do like a spring concert every year, and they had. Tory Lane's coming. He was pretty like he was like right next to me. Daystar Peterson. <laughs> he's he's just, five two, by the way. Such a short little man. It what says he's five seven. One of my favorite videos on the internet is that video he was in. I think Sway Studio, like that radio show. And <laughs> when he stood up, <laughs> he stood up. He was on the stool like free song. And he stood up all hype, and his height didn't. Change. <laughs> that was classic. No, you can't fuck with Tory Lanez. He, uh, no, he's he shot good. someone. His, his quarantine radios were pretty funny, though. I like I like Tory Lanez. I mean, he shot someone. It's kind of yeah, not cool. I like him. You you said you love that. I mean, it's like <laughs> That's little, debatable. for morale. Like maybe they deserved it. <laughs> okay, we're gonna cut. Yeah. Who shot? Who was on the shot? The chick was it Megan? Yeah, he shot, he shot Megan, yeah. He shot Megan, yeah. That was pretty funny. Imagine <laughs> if he died. That would have been crazy. That, that would have been funny. What a story that would have been. Tory Lanez kills uh, Megan the Stallion. He's not I mean, somehow. hopefully like, I don't offend anyone, but like, <laughs> if she dies, are we really missing out on much? <laughs> We're going to get canceled. That, <laughs> this guy. <laughs> I tried to cut it off after David said it was funny, that situation. Remember when I almost got us canceled during the first show? You <laughs> now we're actually yeah. back to James Harden. Back to James. Right. We have a special guest. Not really special. We have a guest plan, and he's not even gonna repost our show because he can't because it would offend his audience. No, yeah. his audience would. It, it crosses over with our audience. Yeah, does it though? Draft Twitter. Yeah, he's a really intelligent. Um, you know, educated. He seems like he's really smart. Like, he he would fit right in with this conversation. He's really like point. sets like like plays and stuff like yeah like yeah that, that's that's yeah, right big, down big, on i mean you guys know nba draft twitter he's a, like a, a strong like known member of draft twitter take that as your quality yeah yeah and um, his viewership would love us too well his viewership trumps our six listeners from our last episode so i mean shout out to those six listeners though <laughs> like the two of them are probably like you guys <laughs> yeah I, I think i i listen to every single one oh, yeah so we have four not including me and Rafi. yeah i don't listen to them i want i wonder who those four are i mean who are those four are yeah, if you're yeah if you're one of those four like i don't know like tweet at us or something like, I'll let, you know who you are. Well, let me say hello at the start yeah. uh, i will send you a 
No, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> David Cook will send you a personalized DM message on Twitter. You know what I really want? I want us to put this podcast into NBA talk all the time. <laughs> oh, that'd be so funny. I want, Those I want who don't know, NBA talk all the time is specifically a group that rap users that David has joined into the kitchen troll. It's literally this Facebook group where people talk all the time about NBA, but it's literally a bunch of old heads who constantly <laughs> hate on LeBron, hype up 70s and 80s basketball, and just get into arguments. <laughs> I went on a rampage the other day. Like, I was, like, just getting – I made, I, my phone was blowing up from people responding to my takes, which none of the takes I put in there I believe in, but it just gets people, like, ramped. Like, I put in – Dwayne Bacon uh, is a modern-day Michael Jordan. Yeah, something like that. Like, Or, like, I think, like, Isaiah Thomas, like, Zeke wouldn't fit in today's NBA. Like, I think he'd be no better than, like, Trey Burke or something. <laughs> that is what you said. Dude, and all these old heads came into the comments and were freaking out. Yeah. Yeah, one time I got 200 comments because I said, name me something that – Michael Jordan could do that DeMar DeRozan can't and they had like 400 <laughs> comments and they're like we don't care but they were like roast they were you know coming after me the yeah. best one is Rafi one time got they the people the old heads legitimately got under Rafi's skin what and are you talking about Rafi challenged one of them the leader to a debate <laughs> between about who should win MVP. actually you're wrong he challenged me Okay, he thought he, I'd be scared. Rafi so repeating all these various points, like literally different points to research well paragraphs about why Giannis should win, and the guy kept on repeating the same statistic for LeBron over and over again. And Rafi gonna be like, "Bro, give me something else." He's like, "I have," and you should have seen all his cronies came into the chat like, "Wow, like I've never <laughs> such a good defend LeBron." That just shows. How multifaceted and talented he is as a, as a debater. Hey, hey, shout out my cutie, Randy McNally, if you're listening to this. Randy, Randy. We love you. Boy, Randy. Randy, Randy. Yeah, um, Randy McFlanderson. And uh, that was NBA Talk all the time. We should post it there. And Rafi, you should tag David, too, and just people will get clicks <laughs> oh. because they want to hear the trolls. Yeah, I think, people, I think most of the people in the group are starting to realize what I say is not serious because it's so outlandish. I think you're overestimating their intelligence. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Shit. Back to James Harden. Before we move on, back to a serious note, I need your predictions of where – who is James Harden playing for at the end of the season? That's tough. That's really tough. Not who you want. Um, Well, my answer is going to – I think I'm going to manifest it, so I'm going to say he's going to Brooklyn. Okay. But I think he's actually going to stay in Houston if I gave it. Yeah. If I gave an actual answer. I want to say he's going to stay in Houston. Here's the deal. I don't think this is. I think he stays in Houston because I don't think Houston's doing anything wrong because they're asking for like Kyrie, Katie, or Simmons. That's what you should get. Like Harden doesn't just come around. You're not trading for Karis Levert and. Yeah, but you're not going to trade Kyrie, Katie, or. No. Simmons. Oh. Would you rather have James Harden and Katie or Kyrie and Katie? Kyrie, Katie. Really? They've already like developed like. They're like stuff. I mean, I guess KD and Harden have some chemistry. I think Harden and KD are a better duo. Um, I, I do agree with the chemistry, but I mean, if you're the Nets, you, I would seriously consider that. Like, I think I it's think kind it, of like, be kind of similar. I feel like it's a bad look for 
Brooklyn, like their front office, if they trade uh, Kyrie. It's for Harden. It's not just for like a rant, like random. Yeah, but a package. It's I feel like it, it just says something about trading a guy. Like before, he really has a chance to like play on the team. Like, why would I want to? If I'm a free agent, why would I want to sign there? If I'm gonna, if I have the possibility of getting traded like that. I think if the circumstances are different, I would do it in a heartbeat. But I agree that the circumstances, such as signing him to form this duo with KD and Kyrie committing and all that, you don't know if you can. If Kyrie and KD played together last year, then it's more you can develop an argument. Yes, I would trade Kyrie for Harden. But the fact that they haven't played together and you're going to trade him without seeing what they can do together, maybe like trade trade deadline comes around and Kyrie and KD don't fit. And I think the Brooklyn should definitely not Brooklyn, not Houston should definitely wait until the trade deadline to make a move, see what happens. Again, Houston's being so smart. They're gonna wait because here's the deal. Unlike past superstar trade offers, Harden has after this year has an additional two years. Yeah. The Rockets can call yeah. his bluff. You can wait. We can wait as long as we want. So it's like when someone bluffs into you and you have the nut plush. Yeah, like yeah. Harden has no bargaining. Although what's hilarious is the athletic, which is a great I recommend anyone should uh, get the athletic great sports journalism but there's an article that i've not read yet it's open on my computer here here's the headline of it the cavaliers should trade the cavaliers could and should try to trade for james harden i mean they should try because i'm sure sure james harden is going to be thrilled going from houston to Well, he doesn't have a choice i mean he's not a free agent no he doesn't but yeah yeah imagine being like imagine listing milwaukee philly miami and brooklyn and then you get traded to cleveland Imagine. So what do they think Cleveland has to get? Yeah, I can go some. I can. <laughs> hey, you tra- you like you put out like three great markets, and then you get put in Cleveland. No, hey man, no one hate on Cleveland. I can, I want I want to see city. I want to see him in Miami. I think the fact that he'd be at the strip clubs at like two a.m. <laughs> and Jimmy Butler's arriving to work out at two a.m. <laughs> Like they're passing each other while James. Wait, but 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 the strip the strip clubs aren't open nowadays, right? Or, or does yeah. he get this is the VIP like strip Miami, clubs? Florida, yeah. bro. Florida's different. Florida. Florida is oh, they don't give a fuck. You're right. Yeah. Um. Here's my deal. What? Seriously though. So, well, I want to get into real quick later the ESPN rankings, but like, there's been a lot of talk about oh, her being yeah. overrated, which is it, it's true. It is. Wait, that's that's the narrative pushed by me. No. It's not. I'm the president of that fan club. Literally everyone on the internet seen it. But that, that he's overrated? Knowledgeable fans. He is. Like, even I'm as, as a diehard fan at times. Oh, okay. He's overrated by the masses. But anyway, the whole question is like, oh, that he wouldn't trade Hero for Harden. It's that. not a question of Hero to me. Is it, It's a question of, is Harden like a cultural fit there? That's he's what, certainly not a cultural fit there. No, person, not, 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 not even the extra curriculum. I'm not talking about that. Just as a player, I just don't think he fits what they do. Yeah, I mean that as in totality, Harden's just not a cultural fit. He's a very – he's a diva. The only I'd place say. he culturally fits is Brooklyn. <laughs> yeah, he really fits in Brooklyn. Two other divas. Yeah. How many strip clubs do you think James Harden has been to? A lot. Is he's a strip club connoisseur, okay. however you say that word. Like, he's probably been to hundreds. No. Are we talking – this I, I feel like are we talking like individual strip clubs or like does the same one count as two? No, no, no. Uh, like how many times? It's probably I think time every weekend a lot. But I think individual ones. He's probably been to like one in every city, like NBA city. Yeah, maybe a couple other cities around. Maybe not Utah. 
Utah something. doesn't have strip clubs yeah. against their religion. Uh, so maybe Utah so, does not have a state religion. <laughs> I was just joking. Strip club. I mean, they they do. <laughs> they don't, but they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying, it's like seventy percent more. Yeah, very. Like, high I mean, all, all the strippers there. Would be, the strip clubs there would be someone's wife. So we are on episode <laughs> four of this they show. Canceled. I'm pretty sure we have discussed strip clubs every single time related to James Harden. Dude, if we ever want a name for the show, it can be called the Strip Club NBA Pod. <laughs> you so what's the um the one that Lou Will goes to? Oh, Atlanta, Magic City. Don't, yeah. I, that's don't the one have... with the great wings. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. the lemon pepper, <laughs> lemon pepper Lou. <laughs> this hashtag this leak. Um, All right, but I I feel like Harden going back to strip clubs. <laughs> Harden's probably loyal to like. A strip club in like each city. People have said that's yeah. true. He's he's no, loyal no. to Houston or what? People have I mean. said that like strippers have said Harden's like paid for their college tuition. Wow, wow, that is that is a beautiful story. Oh, you my <laughs> well. Before we get off the strippers uh, topic, remember the story about Allen Iverson? Like the Which quote story? he's had. It's like the so, yeah, Fridays. Allen Iverson denies a claim made by a former teammate that he occasionally spent $40,000 at a strip club when he was a 76er. He said, first of all, it was like 9000 at most, and there were never any strippers at TJ Fridays on City Line. <laughs> Unless I brought them. Sometimes I brought a bunch. And I, <laughs> and I suppose in those cases, yes, the bill could have get up to $40,000 because they didn't have endless appetizers thing back then. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Billy Bruno, friend of the friend of the pod, one of his dreams is to go. He need, he says he needs to go to that TGA Fridays. Oh, I would love to go there. It's right down the road from us. Is this a famous Philly TGA? No, TGI? It's, it's really shitty. Like, uh, it's just a TGA Fridays. I was yeah. gonna say Magic City's on my like top ten venues oh. in America. I I Magic City. The Raf and the Dave take Magic City. That could be the first ever vlog of the six. Oh, that, that would be. Electric. Oh my god! It would probably get shut down if we went. I'm <laughs> <laughs> making threats to people. <laughs> oh my god! What if we saw Lou Will there? Imagine seeing like Lou Will. Or Imagine like, so club. we see Lou Will there, and like he's like he sees us, right? He's like, yo, I listen to you guys pod. <laughs> He's one of the six. He's one of the Dude, six. that's why we should name it the Strip Club Pod, because when Lou Will's searching up his, his Strip yes. Club podcast, he'd find us and then listen. Oh, it's actually an NBA pod. Hey, hey, hey. Lou, Lou doesn't go for the strippers. He goes for the food. People me, go for the food, they say. Yeah. Me, Ralph, and Lou are just hanging out together. We're bullying. <laughs> we hey, maybe you should come too, though. I'm the cameraman. I'm the cameraman. I'm the cameraman. No, I'm saying you're six six. So you can add us an NBA listen guy. Yeah, I mean, he, no. he can relate to you more. I have a genuine joke that I think you two probably you're Matt Hormuz. That once everything returns to normal, I've seen someone else do it on YouTube. So it's not an original idea. You know how like and like some players during the draft, like they literally just go sit in the stands because they weren't invited and like if you're drafted. Why can't I go? Someone's done this in they oh, yeah. six, six, in a suit. And like pretending I go around the town, pretending like he got drafted, and you guys like dress up in suits and like you're like my party, and yeah. I can go sit in the stands. We should definitely do that. Like, like I would genuinely be down to do that. Wait, Have just to, that's to fuck with people to make you think. Like make them I think go to the draft, dressed in a suit, sitting in the in the stand, like in the in the arena, 
because that's normal. Like that happens. And yeah. like, I have a couple other people in suits and like you guys are my agents on the phone. I'm just like sitting there all nervous and people would think I might be like a European dude. Getting dressed. Yeah. And then after the thing, after it's over, like people are like, oh, this guy was like never actually drafted. But, or, or like you stand up and pretend like you gave us like hugs and stuff. Like <laughs> some random European guy gets drafted and I like freak uh, out. Yeah. Um, so then after the words, we head out to the city, whichever city it's in. Mm-hmm. And usually we, Brooklyn. Yeah. And we're like, yeah, like we're like acting all hype around you. Like you're I wearing the hype. Like wearing I have, hat. You have uh-huh. the hat. And we'll, we'll go get like, we'll go to a club and we'll get bottle service probably because they're like, damn, this guy's an NBA player. Yeah, like, <laughs> This is a complete ripoff of some dude's joke, by the way. This is not an original idea, but I think yeah, I've seen the video, but it's a hilarious idea. We can right, I'll send you the video when this is done, so you can do some research. I think it'd be funny uh, with Rafi. David, you if I like... was the player. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like Raul Meadow. Or something. <laughs> <laughs> I could pull off like a Spanish accent and act like my nickname's El Mago. <laughs> like, being, like a Spanish dude, like foreign player, like point guard, like. I won't smash. speak English. You guys can speak it. <laughs> yeah. You know, when people come up to us. You just start, like, blabbering us in Spanish. Like, oh, yeah, he said he wants, like, three strippers on him now. Rafi's <laughs> 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 name is videos by Sergio Macaroni, and we just, we roll. <laughs> That'd be like uh, the guy in Glorious Bastards. Would, uh, Antonio like, Margaretti. That'd be, yeah, he tries you to speak Italian. Why tries to speak Italian? Well, I would be. Sure, no. Um, I can totally pass it as Hispanic. I could see it. Your name is yeah. Raphael. Well, that wouldn't be my name. Would be Julio. <laughs> Julio Montoya. Raúl Julio González Montoya. You bring a basketball. You just like dribble around everyone. <laughs> I don't know. I, I am. I am generally down to do it. I am generally down to do it. Imagine, like, or we we pretend not to get drafted, and, like, I'm crying after, like, the 60th pick. <laughs> you pull that off? I could pull it off. Dude, I think it's part of You can do fake tears. You can do fake tears. How many people do you think, actually, like, there's probably a couple people that try this every year. I guess. I mean, it's... Does everyone else... You, we, have a, we have a Jack 6'7 guy. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm what would really sell it is a couple of other people with me in suits. Yeah, we need some diversity too. Um, Probably some older people too. Yeah, I look like, like I'm thirteen. Yeah, like your boys, like uh, what's his face, Peyton, and uh, who's the other one? Sebastian. They're the bodyguards. Yeah, Sebastian. Yeah. You, you, Peyton, and Sebastian so are we, the bodyguards. Like, we need like, an, like me and you just look like me and Rocky just look like we'd be like your boys, like. I don't yeah, think your anyone, high school friends. Yeah, yeah, I don't think anyone's looking at us as like an agent. Marcaz, Marcaz O'Reilly will be the agent. Yeah, I like that. At, or yeah. Alex Rubino. Oh, really. I don't know these people, Aiden, but what about your boy Ben? Ben, Ben, whatever his last name is. Oh, Joker Ben with the beard. Ben he Joker? could be uh, an agent, bro. Big Ben He's Haas could be. Big Ben Haas cleans up real nice. Wait, you know, you know Ben? What? Yeah, I played poker with him a couple times. You know Ben, Aiden? Ben Aiden. Payton? No, Aiden. Do you know Ben? Ben Haas? No, Ben Dover. No. Ah, God is God is ass. <laughs> <laughs> ben Dover, bitch. <laughs> oh shit! No, <laughs> you're rapping too. <laughs> <laughs> Me and Rafi were so in the moment. <laughs> oh. I got someone yesterday. I was, I was like. 
I got Dean yesterday. I was like, hey, does anyone know where I can get tulips? And he was like, yeah, there's a flower shop in Manio. <laughs> and I got tulips on this dick. <laughs> Dude, th- this is why I can't. This is why we lose out on viewers because I can't show my entire extended family this show. Why That's not? True. You think I'm really gonna show my 12 year old siblings, David? Just- yeah, I told. I told my mom about the podcast. We were talking about like she's like, yeah, like what do you do when you're at school? I was like, well, like me and like my, my friends have like a podcast we do sometimes. And she goes, oh, like maybe I could listen to it. And I was like, <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> Can't wait for this to be our episode with our guests, and he's just like, "Yeah, so I enjoyed that, but I just can't market this episode because, like, I can't retweet that." I'd be like, "Oh, there goes another six viewer show." (laughs) Back to we have a very very niche uh, audience. I love it. This is this is probably one of my favorite shows. Like, it's it's a favorite one out of out of the two I really consistently do. This is my favorite one. I mean, because we just fuck around. Um. Serious note, Paul George, out of nowhere, signed a five-year. I like how we transition from the most random thing, just no, like, smooth transitions right back to basketball. But Paul George, kind of out of nowhere, just signed a five-year extension with the Clippers, um, 226, I believe, over five. Kind of, again, out of nowhere. At least it gives them some stability because, like I – mean, I really why? did not expect that whatsoever. Like, You didn't expect that, you said? Paul George extension? Yeah. I don't see a point. Yeah, I, I was just like, think about it. PG and Kawhi would have been free agents after this year. There, there was like legit pressure, but like Kawhi, like, like PG just randomly signed. I think they stuck again, Kawhi could leave. Yeah. You think this means that they know that Kawhi's planning on staying? I don't know, dude. Yeah, Ka- Kawhi, Kawhi's a I mean, Why haven't they extended Kawhi yet? That's a good point. Cause maybe, maybe he wants to, like, maybe he's like, yeah, like, if the, he's like telling them, he's like, if this year doesn't work out, like, I'm going. Like, then you should not extend Paul George. Paul, actually, I don't know. They're in a weird spot because they have no Paul pick George is on the wrong anymore. side of 30. Yeah. It's a fact. He's, he's, you know, Paul, George, he's, Paul George is good, though. Don't don't trip. People are underrating Paul George a lot because of the playoffs. They know how bad good. he was. He is good, but he's not a franchise. Like You you don't build around him anymore. No. He, he, he is one of the best complimentary. That's what they're doing. They're saying if Kawhi leaves, we have to build around Paul George. Yeah, unless they, yeah. I mean, but Los Angeles is a good free agent destination, so, like, every, like, but then again, like, why would you want to go there if they're going to struggle again? I think the Clippers moved to Seattle in, in really, in, the, in this decade. Hmm. With 2020 to 2030. Yeah, I think they made. I think the league's going to expand, like, it's going to be yeah, 32. I, I, okay, I that's the only caveat. If the, the league, I think the league very well could, I think legitimate Louisville, I think, is a legitimate spot. So, uh, wait, Kentucky, that dude, that'd be a lit, they should have a team. In Louisville's been campaigning for a team for a while. Like, Louisville's a, a legit like, city. Like, I could see a team Kentucky. in Pittsburgh. No, dude. Yeah, the team in Pittsburgh, too. Or, uh, well, I mean, this is unrealistic, but I would love a team in Hawaii. That won't happen. Hawaii would be sick. Travel logistics, yeah. no sense. I think, but, I generally think Louisville yeah. would be the best. Is that Louisville and Seattle are the two that, if you should assume, because those are both basketball crazed. I also like Baltimore. Hmm. Yeah, but, like, like they are, you're, it's already such a congested market there. Yeah, like, the Wizards are right there. Philly is literally like, the wow. NFL does it. What? The NFL does it. Yeah. But then it, it's so hard to find. It's so hard to like. I guess if you if you put a team in Seattle, that you know the fans are there. Yeah, and I think Louisville's the same way. 
Louisville. Yeah, Louisville's yeah. definitely the same way. If there's a the only hard part about that is like most like you're just getting everything so congested now. Like the people already have their fandoms. Like how many people are you really gonna flip from the nearest team to from Kentucky to the new Louisville team? Yeah. I don't think the Kentucky people have a team. I think they're just Kentucky or Louisville, Most? and then for college, I mean, and then they don't care. About, they don't really care about the Most NBA. Kentucky, I don't know though. Most Kentucky fans like are very spread out, like just kind of like they're all over the place. They're all bandwagon. No, like some of them okay. are like whatever their parents were. Like I was saying, you were bandwagon. The closest. But that's the thing. Like, if the say, like the Sixers are oh, struggling. The, the, before you go, in Kentucky, like the genuine, like the I think the one that would identify is probably Memphis. Memphis is the one that I think most of them do because that's, that's like, the Grizzlies. The Grizzlies. No, they won't want to leave Jaw. He's too cool. I'm just saying, dude. But think about it. Like, it worked for the Golden Knights. Like, you also have this whole audience that like yeah, that also follows the NBA with no team. But I feel like most of the fans, most of the Vegas fans, aren't. Like true, like you don't see a lot of like diehard Las like Las Vegas Golden Knight fans. Dude, I've seen a couple because like they like they just yeah, choose like, a couple I'm that are looking have for a team. But like, I feel like if you're looking for a team, then yeah. But most people aren't like aren't looking for a team. Most people I think just are loyal to their current team. Yeah, but it grows as a thing. I mean, like Seattle's different because Seattle like Seattle will have the fans no matter what. But Louisville it would be it would be building. But Seattle, Seattle fans not go to OKC. No. We fucking hate because, it. Because, yeah, I know, but I feel like if I lived in Seattle, OKC would be my team right now just because I knew the players in Seattle. I mean, I, I guess it's a totally different team I, now, could. But. I think I would be like, – same if I was in like, St. Louis and the Rams left. I, I would hate – I would hate Oh, them. I think you just kind yeah, of – Yeah, that's a good point. It's just kind of weird to think, like, that's my former team. Like, I've never thought that before. Like, all my teams have yeah. been my yeah. teams my whole life. Yeah, I've, I've never changed my team. Ever. I mean, I'm just saying, I think, I think Louisville would work, though. There'd be a lot of people in Kentucky want that. I think but we, if no expansion happens, I, could, I think Balmer moves them to Seattle. I think he fucking, I think Balmer hate. I mean, Balmer said he hates how the Lakers are, like, the big brother. You said, wait, you said who would leave Aiden? L.A.? Clippers, the Clippers? Clippers to. Yeah, I think that, yeah. uh, also, you got to keep in mind, Mexico is, uh, Mexico City. That's, that's not like a joke. That is a legitimate thing. No, I'm, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. I wonder what the what major professional league, yeah, the big four, eventually, obviously not hockey, expands like overseas. I guess big three. Wait, big what was three? that? Did you ask me like question? NBA, MLB? Um, oh, which one goes or first? NFL, which one goes overseas first? NFL. London? I could see one. Well, I think London, but would NFL London be the first thing? But I don't think they expand. The traveling logistics would make the most sense. In I, I, don't think they, I don't think they expand to London. I think they move a team to London. Jacksonville, maybe. Jacksonville <laughs> is the owners looked at it. But that, that's, that's a conversation for another day. Um, closing thoughts on Paul George before we get into our next topic? Um, or none. I mean, I feel like it just kind of is what it is. Like, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Doesn't um, make much sense, but it's whatever. Like, sure. Last last note before we go. Yesterday, Disney Investor um, Day, they released a bunch. Disney essentially released a bunch of their new projects, movies, shows. Um, in those shows, a Giannis Disney Plus original movie and a CP3 uh, Disney Plus original movie, based on their life stories. You know what wasn't included in this presentation? The Delhi movie, the Matthew Delvadova movie that was in development. I think that that was very disappointing to me. 
I would prefer the Delvadova movie over the CP3 movie. I mean, obviously. Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go on my way to watch a CP3 movie. It's also kind of funny to me that, like, while Giannis is playing, he gets, like, essentially, like, a Disney Channel original movie. Like, who's playing Giannis? He actually sent out a tweet Who's asking for, you know, dudes who can play him. The only person that's playing Giannis is one of his brothers. <laughs> the Giannis is playing him? Oh, you're being sarcastic. Oh. Yeah, I was being sarcastic. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, like, that'd be lit. No other person looks like him. You okay, David? No, I don't think so. I didn't think that picked up. I didn't see my audio uh, go off, but I guess. Yeah, we, we, me and Ravi heard them sirens coming for you. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm That's going to do it for us. I don't think we have anything else to talk about. We have a get, hopefully, knock on wood, we have a guest coming next week who can grow our brand by like 15 viewers. That would be dope. Yeah. We, we just want to cross the uh, 20, 20. Hopefully, by the time the next podcast drops, the Sixers haven't traded Ben Simmons for James Harden. You don't want that? I don't want it. But like, also at the same time, you can't be mad if you get James Harden because it's James Harden. No, you can't be but mad. What, what makes you mad is Sixers players like, dang, Tobias Harris would look really good in Rockets are Red, and they're trying to will a Tobias Harris for James Harden deal. Like, that's ever going to happen. That would be sick, but it's not going to happen. Sixers don't get Harden, even though it's the most likely destination, according to some non-verified accounts. I always wondered before we go. I already ended it, but, like, before we go, like, I wonder who the anonymous sources are. Like, what makes you become an anonymous source? How do I become that? Yeah, like seriously, like what GM is like, you know what? Like how did Woj, how did Woj become Woj? Like how did Schefter become Schefter? Yeah, that really confuses me too. I'm assuming you start off as a newspaper writer and you get like one source within one team and it just slowly grows. That has to be it. You just have to build trust, I guess. Yeah. But do people like having people send their information to Woj? Probably not, right? I just don't get the point of it. Like, so I always thought they must grow. be like characters. Charismatic genius, like like marketing geniuses that everyone loves, and they just give you all the information. I mean, trade rumors. I feel Fuck like Fuck Woj, by the way. But trade rumors make sense to me because like you're like you're essentially shopping the guy through Woj, but like I don't know how like all the f- deals and stuff. I don't know. That's the only reason I brought up the Ben Simmons thing was because right now there's an argument going down in my, in my group chat that the Sixers are going to trade Ben Simmons for Harden. I think that's the only way the Rockets accept it. And um, I don't want to hear it because it's not going to happen. I would keep Simmons. I don't know if that's a hot take. I would much rather. I would, have I would much rather have Simmons too. Would straight up. I mean, it would no. It would be Simmons and Moore for all. I have to give. Oh, yeah. Okay, if it's Simmons and Moore, I would probably I would not want to. But if it were straight up, I would take Harden, even though I wouldn't love it. I would still it's do it one year rather. But he's straight up. I think you have to look at long term. I'd still rather have Simmons. The only problem for me is Simmons is my favorite player, like on the Sixers. So, like, I really don't want to give him up. More what? than you like him more than Embiid. I, yeah, I, I like him a lot more than Embiid. In terms of who's better, you just like him more. No, I just like I like Simmons more. Like I think. Yeah. I, you could. I could. I could think. I think I could give a legitimate argument about why Ben Simmons is better. But. I think you could, to be honest. I mean, I don't. I I don't think you could make one until you can shoot at least a little bit. Yeah. yeah. There, it's there. Like, he definitely has the potential to be the best uh-huh. player in the league. Too. To be fair. Simmons should be right now the better player, but he somehow still hasn't developed any form of a jump shot. Yeah. Like, I think Simmons still should be like a top 10 player in the league easily. He, I mean, he's top 20 without a jumper. Like, think about it. No, yeah, I'm 15th right now. Yeah. So that's a conversation for another day. So next week, guest, maybe another show, depending on what news breaks. 
Um, but until then, have a good weekend. Hopefully no more news breaks. We'll see you guys then.